Ten years ago, I did a lower 48 big year, during which I crisscrossed the country, mostly by car, trying to see as many birds of conservation concern as I could. All that driving brought me past many overgrazed grasslands. In April, I visited a greater prairie chicken lek in Kansas that had years before been teeming with prairie chickens. Now, at the peak of when birds should be displaying, there remained just one lone male. The land surrounding the lek, where prairie chickens feed, nest, and spend their lives when not displaying, was badly overgrazed, and a devastating drought had also taken its toll. This last remaining male was booming, cackling, and dancing his heart out all by himself. There was something so achingly poignant, yet so endearingly plucky, about this bird putting his entire being into a performance directed at no one at all. I'd been eating very little beef for a long time and wrote about cattle production in my 2006 book, 101 Ways to Help Birds, with number two, eat lower on the food chain and especially eat less beef. Overgrazed grasslands are hardly the worst thing about cattle production. I saw so many feedlots during my big year. The smell was overpowering, and I witnessed so many rivers of foul runoff flowing into streams. The miles and miles of cornfields I passed by are another harmful element of cattle production, too much of it grown to feed those poor overcrowded cows, much of it genetically modified to produce caterpillar-killing Bacillus thuringiensis. I reached a breaking point as I drove past what seemed like an endless, sickeningly smelly feedlot in New Mexico in July. I simply could no longer contribute even a tiny part to this horrible scourge, so I decided to stop eating beef altogether. I did have beef one more time in 2014 when I was with a birding group visiting a farm in Hungary and the sweet family prepared goulash for us. It would have been churlish to turn down their lovely offering, especially because their farm was a small traditional operation, the grasslands where their cows grazed healthy and teeming with birds. I'd given up beef once before in the 1990s after following a cattle truck for at least 50 miles on my way to see sandhill cranes in Nebraska. One cow stared into my eyes the whole way, and long after the truck finally pulled off, I was haunted by those pleading eyes. But my resolve lasted only two or three years. It was another cow making eye contact in December during my big year that sealed the deal forever. I heard about a small group of Pacific golden plovers at Point Reyes National Seashore and made a little detour. In the morning, I went straight to the spot where the birds had been seen. A birder from Boston was already there. He'd been scanning the field for a while without luck, and he did not seem happy about having company. I'd never been to Point Reyes before, so I decided to give him a break and check out other spots. I'd come back after he was gone. When I returned at mid-morning and then at lunchtime, he was still there, increasingly peevish that he hadn't found the birds. When I came back around 2.15, he'd given up 
As I got out of my car, he was putting his spotting scope away. He scowled at me, slammed the car door, and drove off, gunning the engine. I figured after all his searching, the plovers must really be gone. But as long as I was already there, I decided to walk along the road a bit. Some carefully managed cattle herds grazed in the fields, and I noticed one pretty cow staring at me. When my eyes met hers, she started walking toward me. When she reached the fence, she mooed, softly but insistently, giving me a long, hard stare. Having a clean conscience now that I'd given up beef, I walked up to her and petted her forehead and the itchy areas around her ears. Her ear tags bore the number 2566, and it seemed ironic for me to be making such a personal connection with her when the people who controlled her destiny had marked her with such an impersonal number. She and I were both enjoying the interchange, and suddenly, as I stroked her, I heard two Pacific Golden Plovers. They called and took flight way off in the field, wheeled around, and flew directly over the two of us. It was the only time I saw Pacific Golden Plovers all that year. This week, it's been a decade since I stopped eating beef. Except for that Hungarian goulash, I've never once been tempted to stray from my commitment. After all, if I hadn't given it up five months before, I'd never have had the heart to look at that cow in the eye, much less to walk up and pet her. It's theoretically possible that my seeing the only Pacific Golden Plovers I saw during my big year was not specifically due to her, but I'm not buying it. That splendid addition to my big year total was her gift, pure and simple. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.